some of the things in the episode you're about to hear already happened. They're in the past. So congratulations. You can see the future and should probably start buying lottery tickets. Yeah, and betting on baseball games. And horses? Is that still a thing? It should be. You should do that too. Bet on some horses. Definitely. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. No shirt, no shoes, no problem, y'all. Hi, buddy. Hi. Hey. (laughs) Oh, man, we had a false start. Yeah, my bad. No, it's That's okay. I was coughing. Ian was yawning. You know, yeah, it's, we're just it's falling been a apart day. over here. It's like the first hot day of like the unofficial summer. So like, but it wasn't hot. It was a high of seventy. So I don't know why everything just feels like I'm swimming. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, so I'm guessing like high humidity index or something. Okay, humidity so, index. I think that's a. I think that's a technical term. There's humidity. Ian, I bet you so much. Tell me I'm tell me I'm right. When okay. you were a kid, you wanted to be a meteorologist for like six months. Not at all, but I grew up across I grew up across the street from a guy who is a meteorologist. Oh he okay. is like one of Kentucky's maybe he's not in Kentucky anymore, I should know this. But You he, grew up in Kentucky? No, um he li- <laughs> he at least lived in Kentucky. Mm. We I mean he yeah, he grew up across the street from me in New York and he I went to school for journalism, and then he became a, a weatherman, and cool. a pretty popular one at that. A weatherman. Yeah. My Aunt Shari, I, we don't see her very often, but whenever I talk to her, she always tells me the same thing, that on her local channel in South Carolina, the local weather girl, her name is uh, Claire Shipman, ah. <laughs> and Aunt Shari's like, it makes me think of you. It's like the reverse of your name. It's hilarious. Yeah, I like it. And inverse, because, I mean, manship's a compound word. Yeah. feel pretty lucky to have a simple name, but somehow people still get it wrong. How? Manship. Like, if I'm yeah. spelling it on the phone, because the P is like... You yeah, know. yeah. Plosives are weird over the tele. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that'll be funny to edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your long weekend? We're back oh from God. Memorial Day. My long. I mean, I'll talk about it more in my because that is my thing that happened this week. But it was lovely. It was. Great. How was yours? It was great. Went down to Virginia to nice. see my aunt Jackie. Hi, How's aunt, aunt Jackie? Jackie. She's so good. Um. It was just kind of like a mellow, a mellow weekend, you know, some sun, some rain. I saw some friends. I got a lot of work done. Yeah. I am now memorized 85 of 107 pages. Sweet. In hairspray. Because you're on stage for like 90% of that show. The whole show, except uh, when my parents sing and dance while I'm changing a wig. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's so exciting. Yeah, so it was exciting. So I'm I'm almost off book That's for great. the script portion. That's wonderful. And there's a, there's songs I've never heard. Like songs Which that, ones? Like there's one that opens act two where everyone's in jail. Oh, you've never heard that song? I mean I've heard it now, like oh, 60 I love times. that song. I gotta get out of But yeah, I love that song. Did you ever listen to the original Broadway cast before you booked the show? Or like <laughs> do you know it from Um Or from Hairspray Live, which was a recent thing? Ugh, um most of the songs that I knew were the two thousand seven film version. Got it. Except Mama, I'm a big girl now because it wasn't in that movie, but a lot of people oh, yeah. did it when I was in high school as like yeah. cabaret songs. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and then I started listening to the original Broadway cast recording. 
when I was in callbacks to play the role before these callbacks that I booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. Maybe I've been listening yeah. to the to this one like three, four months. Sure. It's not that long. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, because I remember my mom seeing it like in previews, like way back in the day. She was like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. And then, <laughs> so she got the album like right away. And so I listened to the shit out of that album. Do you know what I'm going to see tomorrow night? What? School of Rock. Let me know what you think because I'm intrigued. Because I was telling you before this, it was one of my favorite movies like when it came out. Right. It made me want to play guitar, which I never really committed to until a couple years ago because um, I had to. But <laughs> but I'm very interested to see how it is because like you were saying, you're not a huge Weber fan. Neither am I. Well, it's not that I'm not a Weber fan. I just, I normally become a fan of composers that I identify with like roles sure. I could actually book and this is the first time that there's been an Andrew Lloyd Webber show that like mm. sat in my voice because oh, it's wow. rock music like yeah I can sing Evita I can sing Cats like I've done callbacks for almost all of his shows except mm-hmm. maybe Phantom mm. or no Superstar but oh, I yeah. just, but for whatever reason like I don't know it just wasn't the, it wasn't a perfect fit sure you know yeah so I'm interested to see how this one goes yeah let me know what you think what are his, what's his other show? Sunset Boulevard? Sunset Boulevard. And which, then uh, the Phantom sequel, Love which, Never Dies. That doesn't count. Is there I anything, mean, it totally counts. Is there anything else count. I'm forgetting, though? Um, I'm sure there's others. Uh, there's, like, other stuff. There's, like, Song and... Did, did he do Song and Dance? I have no idea. I want to say, like, it, there's a show... There's a show that he, I believe, wrote. And it's the show that Bernadette Peters won her first Tony Award for. Whoa. I think it's Song and Dance, and I think it's by him, but I could be completely mixing up late oh. 80s musicals. No, I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, write in. This yeah. is like at gmail.com. Exactly, yeah. No, I just think Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber has such a, like, a calming presence. Whenever I see interviews with him, he's so chill and kind. He is, but I'm also, like, kind of, like, afraid for his mental state because... Why? He seems to have this odd fascination with divas from, like, 2007, and there was an article he came out with once that was divas, like, like what kind of divas? Like pop divas, like Nicole Scherzinger who was in Cats, Leona Lewis who was in Cats. Like, <laughs> there was an interview where he said, "I discovered Rihanna because she was singing at this like lounge in Barbados when I was there, like in 2007 or whatever, like before she was actually like famous." So well, I'm kind of like, to, but we have to remember that he was on hiatus. He didn't write a show between. Yeah, but like he did. What was the last show he wrote before School of Rock? I don't know, but I don't think he discovered Rihanna. Right, but you know, like he, I think he's saying that he discovered like her musicianship. Like everybody thought that she was like computerized. Okay, I mean, I could get that. I could understand that. I could give him that. But but... it's also like if he says he discovered her, I mean, that's just history's rewritten now. Like Andrew Lloyd Webber discovered her. He's. I will still argue that. I will still like. I will still like use my historical analysis and be like, well, then where was he in two thousand six? I mean, Good Girl Gone Bad came out in two thousand five or two thousand six. Like was I think oh eight. Yeah, like that was like. Of course, she she was already a megastar. But I mean, like like, just for the joke factor of it, it's amazing to think that he, yeah, like he found her at a shopping mall. Right? Yeah, like Allah Robinson. Sparkles, yeah. Um, Robin Sparkles? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I thought you meant Jordan Sparks. She was discovered at a mall. No, um, there's a, <laughs> there's a whole storyline for How I Met Your Mother where one of the uh, the character Robin, and I would say spoilers, but like this is so this is from like 2007. Um, she, and it's also like a CBS comedy. Yeah, so, like, like if you fine. haven't seen it by now, like 
catch up. It's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> one of her, the character of Robin, who is Colby Smolders, who is wonderful. I just saw her in Present Laughter. She's phenomenal. Every time I hear her name, I hear Billy Eichner screaming her name. And yes! Colby Smolders! What is she going to do? Um, <laughs> but her character was like a teenage mall pop star. Okay. Um, and that's like a whole like recurring thing that comes back throughout the series. And oh, it's no. one of my favorite unrun, like on-running gags. That's but funny. But yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I like. Lo- and from when uh, Lauren Kennedy was on the show, Lauren A. Kennedy was on the show. Like, I do love, like, like I love cats for some god knows why reason. I oh, love on our Phantom. show. I thought you meant How I Met Your Mother. No, but like, I'm no, I'm sorry. I was jumping <laughs> back to be like amazing. A friend of the pod, Lauren A. Kennedy, had been on this major show, mother. and we never talked about right? it. <laughs> That's history rewritten. Exactly. Lauren, did you know that you had a walk on? Yeah. <laughs> and under five, she's gonna on? listen to this and she's gonna be like, "Well, I guess now I have to update my resume." Yes, IMDb, make it so. Yeah. Um, I lost yeah. my one IMDb credit. I remember that. When I was in The Girl on the Train, before the movie came out, I was credited on IMDb, and then I was cut from the film, and mm. the day I went to see the movie, I realized, they told me that they were removing my IMDb credit, and, yeah. and I was like, why? And then I went to see the movie and saw that I wasn't in it anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, that's... What might have <coughs> been... No, I'm choking. Um, Ian's dying. I'm yeah, dying. We're all yeah. dying. It's it's a it's a death up. It's a death episode. Death episode. A death episode. Yeah. Let's go to um, the thing that happened this week. Yes, sure. Death episoding. Death episoding. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Let's keep it. Cool. Here Do we go. Do you want to start? Yeah. The thing that happened this, this week. week. had to catch up with you on that one i just like sort of like you can't see it listeners but i kind of had to like spaz my way to my own high five we have a segment song now i love it yeah okay so this weekend i went uh this past weekend was a long weekend for memorial day and i went down to virginia and then on the way back i was taking a train out of dc out of union station Mm. and i happened to go to the starbucks in union station that morning Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people there. It's very busy. Obviously, a lot of people are coming back from their holidays. And it's very crowded around the counter where people pick up their drinks. Mm-hmm. And so the lady's calling out drink names and, and descriptions and whatever. And there's these three guys standing next to me. And from what they're talking about, I can tell that they work in the same office. And they might have been on like a business trip together or headed out for business or whatever. So anyway, they're kind of broing out behind me while I'm waiting for my drink. In a and, Starbucks. Uh, but it's like the Starbucks is like open-faced to yeah, the station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a pedestrian set. Yeah. Yeah. And like seating areas. So so these three guys, they're talking, and one of them I keep catching eyes with. I think maybe I might have gone to school with him or like mm-hmm. just recognized him from town or whatever. It wouldn't be the most far-fetched thing. And they call up the rest of his group's drinks and he's waiting for his and he's getting more and more impatient and I'm watching him kind of like, I don't know, just become like a dick about it a little bit, like kind of looking at the barista, like giving her some eyes and like talking to his friends about how they're going to be late because of his drink and like, sorry, bro, this one's on me. And I was like, bro, it's been like 30 extra seconds. Like you got to breathe. Yeah. So then she calls out his drink. She's like, I have a venti iced mocha, coconut milk, something, something. And the way the drink looked, you know how sometimes if they don't swirl the ice in your iced drink mm-hmm. anywhere, but particularly at Starbucks, you can see the layers of like milk, espresso, yeah. and whatever. And so the mocha had separated and the coconut milk is more dense, so it went to the bottom of the cup. Sure. So he holds it up to the light 
and he's looking at the separation and instead of swirling it together he throws it straight in the trash in front of this barista who's like bogged down with like 20 drinks on her bar oh my god so he looks at it no words spoken drops it straight in the trash makes this huge sound because the drink explodes in the trash right and his friend is like are you fucking serious bro and gets like mad at him and he's like, and his other friend is like, that's privileged as fuck. What the fuck did you just do? Good for his and friends. He, and he was like, you can ask her to make it again. And he's like, no, like, I'm just, I'm done. And like, no. And he's like, dude, ask her to make it again. And he, he's like, she'll do it right. Like, they're happy to make it again. And he's like, no, man. And his friend is like, whoa, man, that was fucked. Yeah. And they start to walk away. And he's like, whatever, we're going to be late. So they walk away. And I'm standing there. Thankfully, I'm pretty sure the barista didn't notice. If she did, I mean, obviously, it's no money out of her pocket. Yeah. But it was just, like, the craziest, and it was funny because this, like, it, the group of them, I should say, he is, like, a 20, like, mid-20s white guy. This other guy that's with him is about the same age and um, Asian-American. Mm-hmm. And then the third guy that's with them is, like, maybe 10 years older and considerably taller than the rest of them. Like, a big, you know, brusque guy, big yeah. guy. So he, so big brusque guy is like, what the hell, man? And then the young Asian guy is, I mean, they're all young, but the younger Asian guy is like, dude, what the fuck? Check your privilege. Yeah. Like it was just. Good for his friends though. I like, don't think that he heard them. He was just like, you know, like. like rage blinders. Blinders. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But it wasn't like rage. He was just like, ugh. And like dropped it. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. That is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of it. It was just like one of those things where I was standing there like, you just lost $7. Yeah. Over nothing. Over nothing. Over nothing. If you ask for coconut milk, you should know what coconut milk does. What kind of like, what was I going to say? Like, how, like, I feel like it's kind of a common sense thing. Like, especially if like, if you're someone who like can regularly afford a Starbucks, like what common sense like how much common sense does it take to like swirl your drink and well, like I don't know mix it, was, it up i don't know if it was like a mocha maybe i thought it was a mocha but maybe it was like that cold brew and she didn't put okay. enough coconut but, but whatever the issue is he could have just said like oh i need this such and such a way yeah She'd be happy to do it yeah i mean she was really nice afterward they left and she was like honey what are you waiting for and she like maybe my drink because they lost my drink sticker or whatever which happens but it happens all the time but I don't know. It was really, really weird. Um, yeah. And I was just like, his friends waited that all that time for him to get this like special coconut milky. It was really weird. Yeah. I don't know. And you think you know him possibly from like just around town or maybe you know, maybe school, he like... just had one of those faces. But yeah. I mean, I went. I I I have grown up and lived with and and went to school with guys like that all the time. I don't mm. think they would throw away like seven or eight dollars worth of iced coffee, right? Also, like, coconut milk, I I don't know. The whole thing just baffled me. Like, don't order a custom drink if you don't know what it's going to look like when it comes across the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because all I heard when they were walking down the terminal behind me, the the older one was like, dude, seriously, she will remake it. And he was like, no, she's not going to get it right. And I was like, Uh, have some faith. Yeah, there's clearly something very, like, stubborn about this gentleman. Which like that's that that's his thing I guess but like I don't like it's like it's, it's so just weird coffee. yeah like come like, on man yeah like it's and, and it's weird because it's like train anyway and it's like it's at a Starbucks so it's like of course like in a way that's like oh what a waste like that's that's a good cup of coffee but like also it's like it's kind of not even a waste like it's ne- kind of negligible which is weird for me saying the day they they the day that Donald Trump um, 
abdicated the Paris Agreement on climate change, and like we should be conserving as much energy and recycling as much as we can. Oh, but, okay. I but was like, Ian, negligent. where are you going but with I'm this? Th- because I'm thinking, like, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like one coffee's not a waste, even though like we should be conserving and reserving it and recycling as much as we can. But right, like, it's just such a weird. It's so well. And you know what was funny it was after they were long gone, and I, she was making my drink. I leaned over the trash can to see if I could see it. You know when you just want to see something yeah. that's oh, exploded? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like when you blow your nose and you look in the tissue. Oh, yeah. So I <laughs> so I lean over. But you know how those Starbucks trash bags kind of billow into the... Mm-hmm. Oh, it was such a bummer because I wanted to see it, but it was just more trash bag. Uh, yeah. That's I, the real tragedy Morbid here. curiosity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't blame you. I, I, I probably would have done the same thing. It was really, it was really weird. And I couldn't figure out, maybe it was cold brew because they were talking about cold brew while they were waiting for their drinks. About sure. who drinks it and who doesn't. But I don't know. It was really, you know, it, it's funny because it definitely wasn't the most interesting thing that happened to me this week, but it's the one that I can't that, let go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I get that. Like it was really weird because I like I am so fascinated by like watch by a people watching and be like that kind of like exemplifying privilege like yeah like but actions see, and, and devil's advocate though although I appreciated his other friend like mentioning that it was a privileged situation I also like I don't necessarily think that wasting money is the kind of privilege his friend was like was alluding to sure it is a kind of privilege but the way he said it was like hey man check your racism or something like sure. he said it kind of so off the cuff but i think he really meant like dude stop wasting money yeah and i don't and some <laughs> i don't know i don't I'm, know how that checks into privilege because i don't know because, how he makes well, his because money. here's well here's the thing i know that like the fact that i can afford starbucks regularly is a privilege because i live paycheck to paycheck like I, I mean, too. can't afford. I can't afford to like buy a five dollar drink at Starbucks and not make the most of it and throw it away. Exactly. Right, but I also, you know, like in the grand scheme of things, living in any place that even has a Starbucks is, is a step a priv- in the way of privilege. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I'd be interested, you know, later when this settles in my brain to parse yeah. to parse out what exactly it meant sure. to me. Yeah. But yeah, it was really trippy, and yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It was so weird. It was so weird to like watch him almost be proud that he did it That's in front of all of these thing. random customers. Like, what are you proving to us? Yeah, bro? it's like, are you trying to prove something to the customers, to the establishment, to your friends? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? But there? clearly, his coworkers thought it was really Dumb, gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It would have been like even crazier if someone like one time I went out with. Okay, this isn't really a tangent. One time I went out with a guy. Who told me, this is Crazy Kevin. I told you about Crazy Kevin, right? Yeah. The one time I went out with a guy who had the same name as my brother, he turned out to be a psychopath. Yeah. And one story he told me was, he was like, sorry I didn't call you back last night or whatever. I went out with my friends, and um, at one point, one of my friends, he's so hilarious, um, he threw a $700 bottle of wine at the wall because the server forgot our appetizers. <laughs> and I was like, What? the fuck Jesus. but the difference is that in the situation i saw this week his friends were like what the fuck bro that's so weird why yeah. did you waste that coffee in that story with crazy kevin his friends were like ha isn't that funny uh. that server was so scared like 
God. And just now wow. thinking back to that story, it's kind of funny that he was so proud about it. Like, yeah. That's so crazy. That is that is rather psychopathic. People are so crazy. People are so crazy. So, so crazy. And also, like, I don't want to use the word judgment, but I will, like, I will reserve my, like, I will judge people based on the way they treat waiters and Starbucks baristas oh, and, yeah. like, like... Because I have so much respect for those Starbucks baristas because it is nonstop. I think about it a lot when I go out with someone else that even though I always say please and thank you and that I'm always nice to the help and service mm-hmm. and whoever's around, I like actively am trying to remind myself even though I know I'm not oh, going to forget. Yeah. It's part of my habits, like my good habitual practices. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes if I'm on a date with someone, I'll be like, Claire, make sure that you compliment the waiter or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I keep that top make of mind. Your, make yourself look really good here. So, yeah, anyway, that's what happened this week. An interesting Starbucks trash Yeah, that's fascinating. Story. Yeah, that's cool. it. Sorry, I feel like I have a zit on my face that I'm, like, picking at. I don't see anything. I think it's just, like, a little scabby. It's a little, yeah, it's just a little tiny. I probably wouldn't have even noticed if you hadn't been like, I got this thing here. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I'm covered in bug bites and sweat and zits, so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that well, was the thing that happened this week. I mean, bug bites and sweat are lead exactly into my thing that happened this week, because I, too, had the chance to get out of town. Great. Um, I have uh, two of my best friends, uh, Zach and Karina. They, we went to college together. We all moved to the city around um, within a year of each other. They lived here for a year, hated it. Moved out to Colorado for a couple years, and now they're back east. But they're living in and Massachusetts. They're a yeah, they're okay. Uh, engaged. Okay. Um, which I got to. I was there when they got engaged, and it was amazing. Ah! I'm going to be a groomsman like sometime <gasps> in the future. I'm so excited. And they're now living in Massachusetts, like in this kind of like suburban, ex-urban, very small town. Okay. And so I went and just spent three days like hanging out on like uh we stayed with her dad and uh his wife so uh, karina's stepmom at, on their lake they have like their lake they, they own the lake they own the lake no um, <laughs> um but like they have a lake house karina. In lake karina she's very <laughs> fancy um they have this beautiful little house on this lake and with two dogs um who are just adorable and i just spent the week like relaxing walking around the surrounding towns because it's near a bunch of colleges so like the towns in the area are super like chill what and colleges hit. is it near um amherst umass amherst therefore uh smith there's five of them but i forget what the other ones are okay like, but i know kind of what what part of yeah it like it's the amherst area okay. um say it so, again amherst the age it's- is silent yeah, I know, but yeah. it's just funny to hear you say it because no one pronounces it. It's like Adidas. No one, everyone calls it Adidas. But yeah. Like, yeah. No, well, because Karina's from that area, so she like beat it into our heads like it's called Amherst. There's literally a t-shirt that says Amherst where only the H is silent because it's very, <laughs> like when you talk about like living in a bubble, that is like a It's like bubble. Ithaca is gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> it is this tiny, small town of a, like, of a liberal bubble and I... Loved every second of being there. There was a fair, but um, I I helped and I learned how to like put a dock together. Um, a dock? What kind of dock? Like um like for boats, like for right, like kayaks like, and stuff. It's a small one. Like it was. It, I don't, but it's like one that like buoys, or you were like no, it's attached to the ground. Um, it's attached to the land, so I think it's like 
it's I think it's grounded on the shore and then like you extend it it's out so that out it's out into the water. Uh, yeah. You built one? Um I helped like attach like the extension and like build it out. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so it was a couple pieces. Um but then we went kayaking in it and um they showed us Fun. around like all around the lake and You kayaked by yourself? Um no, this was like a duo. Uh Oh, okay. Like they uh her and her dad so were only in, like, a one of your arms is jacked now. No, uh, no, because it's like <laughs> I know, I know. I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing you. Oh my god. Um, but yes, yeah, so, like I just remember, like, and I didn't even realize until I was back that something I loved about it was just it was so quiet. Yeah, it was just so peaceful, and the skies were so clear. And we're on this boat, or we're on this kayak. My buddy Zach is behind me, and I just kind of look up, and I'm like, I get it. This I get is why, why people leave the city. This is why people don't want to be in New York, and this is why people want to live in little towns with communities and families and fairs and be within, like, arm's length of a major hub of a city, but stay where things are just peaceful and you can be comfortable but also aware and just be happy that way. Totally. And, like, it's something I never really understood until then, just because my whole life has been New York and New York City. Right. I thrive off of, like, the hustle. But I was there for three days. I didn't think about work. I didn't, like, I didn't look at Playbill.com or anything. Like, I, <laughs> like, I just sat and ate fruit and chips and... Like, walked around town with two of my best friends. Any and, drinking? Um, not really. Any board games? Uh, we, oh no, card games. We played card, card games. games. What card games? We played gin, um, which I gin love. Gin or gin rummy? I think, I don't, we were all just kind of like, it's one of these two. Um, <laughs> um, I gin think is it was, where you make a set of three and a set of four. Then and gin, gin rummy. rummy is the one where you make a, Mul- you, oh, it can be multiple sets. Band. Yeah, yeah. So gin rummy. Okay. Um, and it was just it was just really great. And like we watched. Um, and I thought of you because we uh, watched uh, Mike Birbiglia's Thank God for Jokes. <gasps> I yeah. love Mike Birbiglia. Oh my God, me too. It, and what a that that special is just so. Is that the one amazing. where there's a guy in the audience that talks about a woman cop pulled him over? Yes. What the fuck? The lady cop, and like then he goes on a whole thing like because lady cop. And then, oh my gosh, Mike Verbiglia like chews him out. It is, and it's amazing. Yeah. The whole time you were like rooting for Mike Verbiglia. Well, when we get to the quiz, I have more comedy to talk about. Great, but yeah, hold, hold but up. Yeah. That. Um, and how are the are the soon to be newlyweds? They're great. I mean, like they just got back, so like part of being there was like going around town to Bed Bath and Beyond, and me essentially being like the tiebreaker of like do we get this or do we get this or do we need this do we not need it but like who do you um, favor when you break it depends. ties they have they have to make their they have to state their case to me oh my god it depends on who Ian, it is the answer is the bride the answer is always the bride <laughs> well because well, it was <laughs> valid i get it um you are then, also now a yes dear <laughs> yes yeah pretty much that's that's how i was raised um yeah, but and what's hilarious and adorable at the same time is last time I was in Denver with them, we were just hanging out. We were walking around the lake, and they were like, okay, so what do you think? Um, Karina wants, like, this number of people, like, on her side of, like, the wedding party, and she wants this. Or do we do, like, what Zach wants, and, like, he has this, like, number of people. But the, the difference is, in Karina's situation, 
you're on Karina's side. In Zach's situation, you're on Zach's side. Oh. So I was like, oh my god, my friends are fighting over me to be in, like on either side of the wedding I party. I mean, I think the only solution is that you officiate. You stand in the middle. Yo! <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Well, why don't you offer, instead of being standing up at the wedding party, how about you sit front row with the family and you do like a reading or something, well, and in, then you can be I'm part in... of the ceremony without stand, favoring a side, because you're equally their friends. Well, I ended I ended up on, oh, I'm ending up on his side of the wedding party, just oh, based on how... Oh, Karina's going to have your balls. No, nah, she... <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, she... It's a real point of contention. No, um, <laughs> but like, they were able to work it out, and like, I was there to be like, okay, well like you can have this idea but at the same but if you're going to do this then she needs this oh damn you do do have bug bites then i know i just put his hands behind his head and his arm has a huge bug bitey weld and then i have one like in my armpit oh fuck i see one there yeah um i'm not gonna make you look in my armpit um and i I have one on my wrist i saw the whole thing i'm scarred for life and i have a couple like (laughs) on my neck fuck there's mosquito Um, bites Mosquito bites, but that was also the thing. Like we were. Ian Brodsky has Zika. You heard it here first. Yeah, but and I found my first tick. This like, like I grew up. Like I grew up in kind of. It was like on my sock, so I don't think it was on me. One time Um, we were staying with my cousins for a summer because we were moving back from Colorado to DC, mm -hmm. and my cousin's dog had this big shaggy hair, and the dog kept scratching and biting at something. I lifted up his hair. This tick was the size of like. Like a walnut. Oh my god! And it was huge, and we had to. We set it on fire. Good. Like the back of it, we set it on fire, and the tick exploded, and blood went everywhere. Ew. And then you cover the whole thing with mayonnaise or Vaseline, so the head pulls out okay. of the skin. Otherwise, if you cut it away, the head stays in. The head stays in that. Yeah. For like a year. It can yeah, it's for a gross. Long time. It's disgusting. Yeah, ticks can um, live for like a crazy yeah. number of months. And like I grew up, like, and I went to camp as a kid, and like I, I was somewhat outdoorsy, which is funny because like they treated me like such like a new like. Like, okay, well, I know you're from the city, but, like, here in the woods, we do this. And I'm like, I know. Like, I've been, yeah, like, like I've been kayaking before. I've been on hikes before. So, like, it was was so funny. I've never been kayaking before. I love it. I don't even think I've been in a canoe before. Like, like, everything I I did this weekend. And rowboats are hard. Rowboats are hard. I'm doing a rowboat this coming week. I'm doing Central Park rowboats. Yeah. Yeah. There is a scene in Begin Again. Um, yeah, this, I this could be tangent number one, maybe, but um, there's a story to that scene where we're in like rowboats on Central Park. Yeah, this was an extra day of shooting, so I got like a call like at eleven o'clock the night before. Hey, can you come in tomorrow? Like we need to do a pickup beat. I get there, they're like, "Hey, so um, you're going to be rowing the boat, cool?" And I'm like, "Yes." And Shannon was in your boat, wasn't she? No, Shannon wasn't there for that. Oh, um, okay. My boat was um, Mark. I think it was Mark, James, and me. Okay. Um. So they're like, okay, so you're going to be rowing the boat. And when I'm he like, says Mark, James, and me, he means Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, James Corden, and me. <laughs> um, and then the other boat was Kira Knightley. You're rowing a boat with these two guys who are so guys? much taller than you. No, they're all my height. I, I, I just feel like they have such like a big, broad presence. Like, like James James is probably taller. James is taller than me, but Mark is like, like Mark, Kira, and I like could stand in a line and we're all the same height. Okay. Um, but and Mark, when he says Kira, he means Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Um, and so it's Kira Knightley and um, uh, Harvey, who is also in the band. He was our drummer in the band. Harvey, so, you can say just a first name. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, but so we're in. So there. You can just imagine James so the director, being like, "Come on, Ian." Well, John Carney, the director, was like, "Okay, so you're going to be on the boat." I'm like. Okay, and he's like, "Can you do that?" And I'm like, "I will do my best." <laughs> and so we get out there, and like, Kira and Harvey are going one way, and James, and Mark, and I are going the completely opposite way. And Mark is like, 
do you got that okay? Like, you want me to do that? I was like, no, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Because I'm like, the, like, even though Mark and I are the same height, like, I am just like a fraction of his, like, size. Yeah, because I'm he's telling the Hulk. you, he's, he's, yeah, he's the Hulk. fucking ripped. He's ripped and he's the Hulk and, like, he's amazing. He's um, And so, fi- and so then it, finally, again, he's like, you hold the recording equipment, I'll take care of the rowing. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so that's why in the actual film, I'm holding the mic and like pretend and like acting like I'm recording them and Mark is rowing because I cannot physically manage the rowboat. <laughs> so Well, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. Ian has Zika virus and completely and cannot, demasculinized. Exactly. <laughs> but if it, but it's to Mark Ruffalo, so it's fine. Yeah. Um but like kayaking is different because like that's I mean it's just easier, but and I love it. Like everything I did over the weekend, like hiking, boating, like even like we went to um uh, her dad built a cabin in, like, the middle of the woods in New Hampshire. Like, I mean, we got eaten alive out there, too. But, like, it was just amazing. You like, hiked I into loved... New Hampshire? Well, we drove into New Hampshire. Oh, but, okay. Well, um, we drove into New Hampshire, but then, like, we sort of hiked around that area where the cabin is. Because there's, like, falls and a stream and a path and everything. Um, and that's, like, I love doing that stuff. Like, that's, like, when I get sick of New York, like, that's all I want to do. That's and, like, fierce. people don't really know that about me just because, an, A, it never comes up, and B, like, where am I going to do that here? Like, I can walk around Fort Tryon Park, which I do, um, or Central Park, which I do, um, but it's not the same as, like, in New Paltz, where there's, like, like uh, trails, or um, in Massachusetts, where there's trails. Can and, I get a whole CD of you saying, like, like Fort Tryon Park, which, which I, I do, do. A oh, Central Park, which like I do, I do. Oh, Madison totally. Square Park, which, which I, I do. do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. I just want you to name every park in New yeah. York City. <laughs> Union Square Prospect, Park, which I do. Prospect, Prospect Park, which, which I, do. I do. Yeah, you got it. That'll Riverside Park, which, which I, I do. do. That'll be that'll be on our merch page one of these days. Oh my gosh, if we ever sell merchandise for this show, it'd be so goofy. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. my god. All right, Ian, that was a lovely thing that happened this week. Thank you. All right, who wants to go first for the quiz? You go first a lot. Do okay. I feel like I ask you a lot, don't sure. I? Um, I feel I feel like we've been trying. Well, we've had some guests lately, so it's hard I, to tell. I but can't tell. we, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job of like alternating. I'll ask you first. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I think we go fifty fifty, and then I listen back to the show, and it's and mostly, it never seems like yeah, that. never, <laughs> never ever. Listeners, please let us know. Yeah. What What do you think? I know exactly what they're gonna say. Claire yeah. talks too much, and Ian <laughs> Ian's never been on the show once. <laughs> <laughs> and who Who's Ian again? Who's Ian again? Was, is he that girl that played fiddle? <laughs> oh, that gets me. All right, yeah, ask me the questions. All right. Claire Manship. Hey. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with my impending birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. Coming up. <laughs> Woo! So tomorrow I'm going to see a show. Yeah. Saturday we're all having dinner. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, I'm doing. I'm volunteering. Ooh, where at? We're doing a Central Park cleanup for oh, my alumni awesome. association. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Monday, I just found out my mother is coming to New York. She was gonna surprise me. She was Aww. gonna. I had dinner with my. I had dinner with my friend Krista on Monday night, my actual birthday at Tavern on the Green, and my mom was going to just show up at Tavern on the Green and surprise me. But then she realized, like, I have a job and auditions and stuff, so, like, she probably needed to tell me so I could, like, cancel some shit. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, I have another alumni event, and then 
Wednesday, my mother leaves, and then Thursday, I have an audition appointment. It's just going to be... That's great. Busy, busy, busy. busy great. Celebrating life, turning Wonderful. 26. Yeah. 26 in the mix, honey. In the mix. Yes. So yeah. that's what I'm obsessed with. Great. Um, desert island. Yeah. Um, three spices or herbs. Mmm. We already did this one. Did we? Yeah. Okay, it did sound familiar. Because I think I picked, like... Oregano and cinnamon. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we totally did. Okay. Chinimone. Three holidays that you would celebrate. Oh. Every day for like ever or mm. however long you're on the island. The 4th of July. My favorite sure. holiday. Yeah. I would say my birthday, I guess. And uh, Christmas. Great. Yeah. All right. What are you watching slash listening to now? So I'm only like 15 years behind the curve, but I just started the OC. Yeah. <laughs> on on the recommendation of Raj Wall, I'm watching the OC, and yep, it fucking holds up. It Does holds it? up hard. Oh, great. I also watched, and I will recommend to literally every person out there listening and their mother, uh, the new stand-up special Homecoming King by Hassan Minhaj. He is incredible. Um, it's like a whole new format of comedy. A lot of it is not funny, but it's mm-hmm. deeply affecting. I think it's absolutely in fucking incredible. It's a lot of like storytelling, right? Yeah. So it's a it's a f- format in comedy called story. Like it, it's literally called storytelling. Yeah. Um, but it's not for the production of a punchline. It's like jokes happen along the way, but the story is like a very serious life lesson yeah. or something that truly happened. Um, the whole show is autobiographical, and it's. Pretty incredible. Um, and watching The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yeah. I did advocate for it a few weeks ago. Still holds up. Great. Seven or eight episodes in. Pretty great. And the finale of Pretty Little Liars is coming. Oh, yeah. Four more episodes. That's it. We almost know who AD is. I'm mm. very, very, very excited. Cool. Listening to Studying Hairspray Still and uh, listen to some new tracks, Katy Perry, oh, Lady yeah. Gaga. There's this new song. I can't remember the name of the girl who sings it, but gosh, it's so good. It's called Pretty Girl, mm-hmm. and uh, the remix is by Cheat Codes, and I'm loving that. Awesome. And my regular podcasts. Great. As per usual. Uh, who was the last person you texted, aside from me? No cheating. Uh, last person I texted... I think my roommate, Amelia, she had a big audition today. Great. And she was asking me how to do her hair. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think, maybe. I can't remember. Anyway. Fun. Yeah. And finally, yeah. favorite question of the week. One person, alive or dead, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. Hmm. I would like to wish well my dad, Aww. Charlie Manship. My dad is a really big giver to his community, and he just has been spending a lot of time in rehearsal with the community theater, mm-hmm. and it, like, makes him so tired and, like, really, you know, like, dries him out of his positivity sometimes, because it's mm. just, like, these long hours with these kids that need a lot of guidance and a lot of nurturing and a lot of practice, and I really just admire that he sticks with it, and he did it. For me and my friends in Virginia. And then when he moved to Florida, he did it there. It's great. And I think it just takes a really big person to practice mentorship 24 hours a day. That's wonderful. I don't have it in me, but that's really, I think that's why everyone 
likes working with my dad. Like, he can be super strict, and I will be the first one to tell you that sometimes he's overly strict, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, he gets the job done, and I don't know anybody who's ever been his employee or his, like, um, co-collaborator on anything that, like, doesn't appreciate what he brought to the table. Wonderful. So, yeah, Dad, I love you so much. Thanks for life and for college and for... um, you know everything. Thanks to dad. <laughs> cool. All right, Ian Brodsky. Hi. Question number one. What are you obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with Dollar Shave Club, actually. <laughs> because. Well, tell everyone what it is. Well, it is, um, and it is this very reasonably priced uh, razors and. Um, like, uh, I don't want to say beauty products because it's not, like, makeup or anything, but it's... It's, like, men's, like, be- like toiletries. Yeah, like, toiletry products, um, style stuff, but, like, um... It's a box subscription service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of, because, you like, you so really like subscribe for... to the razors, like, more than anything. So, like, ladies out there, it's, like, the female birch box. Y- in a way. Yeah. Like, birch box, like, you can... Well, I guess... Yeah, I would say, yeah, birch I think you're right about that. based but but... Your your thing is like you pick, every month you pick the items. Yeah, every yeah. month. In my case, like every two months, I get razors. Yeah. Um, but Tits. they they also have a lot of other products, and like they've really expanded. And um, the founder is, I believe, he's a UCB grad as well. So all of the commercials you see for it are hilarious. Yeah, I like because them. it is such like like it just makes so much fun of like the masculine, like the toxic masculine, like energy of like. Uh, of like everything that's uh, advertised towards men, but they also have things like shave, uh, shave butter and hair gels, hair products. Um, shave butter. Yeah, it's like shaving cream, but yeah, not. I know it's um, amazing. What else? They have like um like wipes and like all and like uh, shower for stuff butt. for your butt, <laughs> uh, butt wipes. Um, <laughs> but they have all the stuff and like um not only did I need to renew my razors, I also needed like new hair gel. So. I was going through their website just looking at the stuff, and they have, like, original content and these articles about, like, self-care and grooming and, like, all, like, things cool. to keep you healthy. And, like, I've just been fascinated with it, and it's, it's so – it's fun. Like, it's just really fun, and it's really cheap. So, That's great. Yeah. Question number two, Desert Island, three tools. Tools. Tools of any kind. Okay. I would have... Like, or useful items. Useful tools or useful items. All right. Well, now I'm thinking of, like, toolbox tools, so I'm just going to go with that. Um, I would have a five-in-one, which I forget exactly, like, what a the five-in-one... five-in-one wrench or a ratchet no, it's, or... it's, like, a scraper. I don't even remember, it's like... a like, Swiss Army knife tool. It's kind of a Swiss Army knife tool. Um, but, like, it has a bunch of things. Like, and it's kind of sharp, so you can kind of, like... Uh, perforate and like you can scrape and um perforate. it opens Good word. thank you it opens stuff like we used it a lot in the paint shop in college because it was very versatile um i would also bring a very good um screwdriver because i w- like that's i feel i feel like that's something i should have in my bag at all times yeah um a very good screwdriver preferably the one that could like switch between flathead and phillips head um, right but that means your last tool has to be screws not necessarily does it it doesn't have to be, but I'm saying, what would you be screwing? On an island with nothing. Well, yeah. Would you be, like, pressing into trees to get a spigot for fresh water? You could. Ooh, you should bring a spigot. I can't pick for you. Well, <laughs> n- well now I'm questioning my third choice. Um, 
Uh, but also, like, I kind of also want a Swiss Army knife because I feel like that's okay. going to be just as useful. Down. Yeah, like, and it yeah. has a corkscrew on it. Exactly for the wine. You're for all that find. wine, yeah. Yeah, well, it could be like the island that Jack Sparrow found all that rum on. Exactly. Speaking so, of Keira yeah. Knightley. Yeah, exactly. But where's the rum gone? I burned it all. Where's the rum gone? Hide the rum. Um, okay, great. Good yes. answers. Thank you. Question number three, what are you watching slash listening to? Um, I'm watching season three of Kimmy Schmidt, um, which it oh, turns yeah, out I have a f- one, I wouldn't say we're friends anymore, not for like any bad reasons, but someone I did my first ever like children's theater show with mm. is a recurring character on season three. So I was oh. really excited to see her in My that. friend Lauren plays Gretchen. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny, like, when we're so, I don't know, I feel like a dummy a little bit when we're so casual about, like, oh, someone I took class with now yeah, like, is doing it's great. It's so weird. But, yeah. yeah, Sonia is one of, like, the three main, um, like, one of the three main Columbia girls that, like, show up throughout the uh, series. I know. Yeah, she's in the, yeah. In the rowing. In the yeah, crew. she's the blonde one. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I did my first ever, like, children's theater production when I wanted to start acting Great. We were in that together. Um, and she's had a great career so far, and I'm really happy for her. Um, so I'm watching season three of Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, I, I have to get back on the um, Master of None train because I, like, I'm like i midway through the season. This I siren is it. not where you are. The siren is not where you are. The siren is where we are in New York City. Yeah, but the where siren... Where there were fireworks last night. Gosh, this has been like ten weeks in a row we've had to tell people the siren's not there. <laughs> It's it's that'll be on a shirt. That'll be on a shirt. <laughs> this siren is not where you are. Yeah. I'll, I would wear that shirt. I would wear that shirt too. Let's just make them for just you and me. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm listening to my usual podcasts. I'm listening to a lot of Joni Mitchell. Okay, um, blue or um, it is an Apple Music playlist of Joni Mitchell essentials. Ah, okay. but I will say blue is probably my favorite album of hers because because uh, blue, it's everybody's because everybody's blue uh, and. There's some stuff on Misses that I'm really into right now. You know which um, other one I want you to listen to? Which one? The Essential Frank Sinatra on Apple yeah? Music is a really Oh, that's a good great, idea. Oh my gosh. That's why I love Apple Music. He does a live... One of the only live ones on that playlist is the um, They Can't Take That Away From Me. Oh. And you hear like a little... like The music starts and you hear the audience go like, oh, oh. you can hear people oh, on dates. It's like, I love that. It's like in a jazz club and he's like, the way you wear your hat. Is there like and, a little like love? Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh I, my yes, God. exactly. And I listening to Frank Sinatra walking through New York City is a transformative experience. Yeah, um, especially when bum, bum, ba, da, exactly. Da, da. Oh my, and gosh. that's why, and that's why I love Apple Music because like <laughs> things like Frank Sinatra, Aretha Franklin, and like I've been listening to Joni Mitchell for twenty years, and I still am like, where do I start? And Apple Music will just curate playlists of like essentials, like. Advanced basics. But the other great thing about it, this can be tangent number two. Sure. The other great thing about it is like the other night I was getting ready to go out and I literally searched getting ready, getting ready to go out a casual night and it brought up the perfect playlist for like Sunday morning brunch at home. Like they'll have the most specific. I love it. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Thus end at the second tangent. Sure. Little BB tangent. Yeah. Um, So I'm listening to her... um, and um, I'm actually in um, a little film like film club right now. Great. So last week after we recorded the episode with Kendra and Susan, um, I watched Experimenter starring uh, Peter Skarsgård about um, this guy who did psychological experiments on um, fake electroshock ta- uh, 
testing. Whoa, fuck. And it's a, it was so interesting. So I watched that tonight. We're, um, we're going to watch, uh, what's it called? Mr. Right. Mr. Right. With okay. Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. Cool. Um, so yeah, and my usual podcasts. You're watching that on Netflix? Uh, HBO Go, I believe it's HBO on. HBO Go. That's where yeah. I saw it. That's where I saw it. Yeah. You know what Netflix sent me today? What? The new season of Orange is the New Black. They were like, you've been a member of Netflix for long enough. Here's the... Here's like, like an advanced copy? Yeah, it comes out June 9th. And they were like, feel free to brag to your friends, but don't share it with anybody. Yeah. That's why I can't wait to join SAG, because like I can't wait to just be like, I got screeners. Well, I mean, I'm not SAG. It was just, I guess I've been on Netflix since it yeah. was, you know, brand new company. The this siren, siren is, is also not, not where, you, where are. you are. Oh my god, these sirens. All New right. York City, guys. Like, people, people want to be here where the siren is. Alright, well, Ian, while they ring the fucking alarm. Yeah, pound the alarm. Question number four. Last person you texted that wasn't mean. No cheating, bitch. Um, <laughs> it was... It was my friend Paul Regano because... Hey, Paul. Yeah, because he and his wife were out of town, um... And they're doing Legally Blonde right now. Um, well, they're working, which is, like, so wonderful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, they, um, she, uh, he's music directing Legally Blonde. She's Vivian. Like, Fierce. yeah, I'm so, like, I wish I could go out and see it because, like, it's you so exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, amazing. And so uh, he has Airbnb staying at his place while he's, uh, while they're out. So I've been... Great. coordinating stuff so it's between uh, him and his brother and our friend Renee and me and we have like this long thread when one of us is like in a situation where it's like okay I need help like I need this to happen I need this to happen like yeah it's Fierce. so I want yeah so him I love that and question number five our favorite this week and every week one person living or dead who you may or may not know who you would like to wish well today this kind of came to me in like the middle of the episode today, but oh. I am going to wish well Leonardo DiCaprio because oh. today, the day we're speaking and I brought it up earlier, today's June 1st while we're recording this and Donald Trump uh, announced that he was going to remove the U.S. from the Paris Accord, which is... Effective 2020. Effective 2020. So that being said... So like it could potentially never happen it could potentially never happen it's going to be something that's very high like very hot in 2018 and in 2020 when there's another re-election when there's another election right whether or not he's re-elected we'll find out but it seems likely but we'll find out we'll find out but climate change to me it's not like there's no devil's advocate on it there is it's science as of today assuming it all goes through we will be one of three countries in the world that is not part of this group to band together to save our planet. And that's, that, uh, that's just fucking stupid to me. One, and one of those countries isn't in it because it's not progressive enough. Like, it's not like people... It's not like this is a joke. We have the science behind it. This is not a partisan issue. We all need to work together to save our planet. And Leonardo DiCaprio today published a list of five uh, websites that are uh, resources that you can donate to, you can look into, that help progress action against climate change. And I think that it, and I have so much respect for it, I admire it. People like him and Mark Ruffalo, who are very active and really raise their voice for these kinds of things, I look up to so much and... 
aspire to be like them one day and to just be fearless about things that matter because this like i was reading an article today we want to decrease the temper the earth's temperature by two degrees celsius as opposed to get it past a degree and a half celsius by 2026 and we're way on our way to the degree and a half plus which is terrible so thank you leonardo dicaprio oscar winner leonardo dicaprio finally thank god yeah should have been for the aviator right everybody knows it um Leonardo DiCaprio, who I know is listening to this right now, <laughs> I wish you well, and I can't wait to stand next to you as we fight on. And accept my Oscar. And accept my EGOT. Um, For the speech I just gave. Exactly. I would like to thank the Academy. Exactly. All four <laughs> Academies. Okay. Ian Brodsky, I loved that. Thank you. Where can people find you so they can charge on with you in the fight? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter, iBroski on Instagram, and Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? You can find me on Facebook at slash Julia Claire Manship, Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com. And the show is at ThisWeeksThing.com, ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com. Uh, hashtag ThisWeeksThing. We're all over your playing mediums. That is iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, uh, Google Play. Play. Like, And we're at ThisWeeksThing on Twitter, which is yeah. mostly how we communicate with everyone. Exactly. Facebook slash this week's thing yeah we've been forgetting the last couple weeks but now i'm gonna hound y'all again we need ratings yeah rate us go into the itunes podcast app search the show even if you already have us in your queue in your list of shows you have to search us and then you got to write a review babe yeah write a review and we'll make out we're also on uh instagram now so yeah well we've we've saved our instagram we posted anything? I don't know. Come follow <laughs> us on Instagram and we'll reward you with like posts and shit. Oh, so, that'd be fierce. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who have already rated us, we love you. Tell yes. your friends to rate us. Yes, we appreciate you so much. Thank you all for the support. Uh, my brother's band, it's not his band, but the band he's a part of, produce it, uh, provides the music for our show every week. Means they, well. Yeah, they're now means well. So check them out in Austin, Texas whenever you can. Yeah. They are gigging like crazy people. Yes. And big thanks to all of our guests so far. This season we've had a lot of great shows. Um, We have had, how many guests do you think we've had? 20? Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe around Somewhere in the neighborhood of 20. Yeah. And this is what, episode 30? This is episode 30. Which means that we've done 35 overall. Yeah. Big deal. So. Proud of us. High five. All right. Well, that might have been the snappiest episode we've ever recorded. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. Cool. I'm Claire Manchin. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And And that that was the thing thing that happened happened this week. week. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Later.